Podcast. Oh, yes. This podcast is brought to you by <laughs> Anchor. I've lost it. Prevail Guitar Works and Distro Kid. This podcast is where we go on the news, see what's going on in the world, and based like fine, expensive turkeys in the sheer audacity and craziness that is our news media. People have to deal with a lot of junk in their lives, and with the climate things are in, no disclosure exists to not only improve your level of inner fanciness, but to hopefully take your mind off the disaster for a while. So let's get into it, do what we do best, and have a little fun. Yes. Shake off your shoes and set that mental bag of bricks down in the entryway of my mind. And let's begin. Now, I was going to go, we have a lot of articles to go through, okay? A lot, friends. And I thought, you know, let's just get into it, you know? Because um, sometimes, you know, sometimes the foreplay is good. Just letting, you know, you know, kind of easing things in, right? That that was really bad. I shouldn't have used that analogy. Just, you know, just kind of getting used to each other, right? And it's been a week and it's been a little while. Just kind of get you comfortable. But sometimes it's just good just to fucking ram it in there. So this is from CP24. <laughs> My God. A U.S. tech company proposes taser-armed drones to stop school shootings. Well, they better fucking do something. Taser developer Axon said this week in a working... It is working, sorry I can't read, to build drones armed with the electric stunning weapons that could fly in schools and help prevent the next Uvedale, Sandy Hook, or Columbine. But its own technology advisors quickly panned the idea as a dangerous fantasy. Well, at least it's a step in the right damn direction, people. There has to be something. We've got to do something, you know what I mean? This is crazy. Why didn't we think of this shit right after Columbine? There should have been one and done, that's it. I know school shootings go back a long ways, but it, it, we just we we have to find a way to protect the fucking schools, right? At least somebody has some kind of fucking idea. The publicity traded com- publicly traded company, my God, which sells tasers and police body cameras, floated the idea of a new police drone product last year to its artificial intelligence ethics board, a group of well-respected experts in technology, policing, and privacy. <laughs> Some of them expressed reservations about weaponizing drones in an over-policed communities of color. What the fuck does color have to do with it? But they were not expecting Axon's Thursday announcement that it wants to send those taser-equipped drones into classrooms to prevent mass shootings by immobilizing and intruding gunmen. I like the idea. Do you know why I like the idea? I know a lot of people are going to shoot it down. Logistics-wise, it's probably not very easy to plan Money-wise, it's probably even more difficult. But do you know why I like the idea? Because it's an idea, and I haven't heard very many of them. Because just sit around with their thumbs up our asses waiting for another Eric Harris and Dylan Klebold, right? I mean, fuck. Somebody should be... If I had the resources, I'd be building a fucking RoboCop at the very... Ed 209 at the least, you know, to guard all these schools. You might think it's a joke, but I'm serious. I was I, the Ed Two Hundred Nine thing's a joke, but you know I would you get my drift? Yes, you dig what I'm trying to say here? Okay, this is from Vice. Bees are fish. Just letting you know. Now you didn't hear me wrong. A California court has ruled that bees are indeed fish. I think I know what's leading up to this here. I think I know why. But let's find out. Just just uh, just for the just for the hell of it. To get bumblebees protections from agricultural practices, okay, I figured it was something like that, judges determined that bees could actually be considered fish. <laughs> Why fish? <laughs> uh, I'm sure it's some kind of loophole. Uh, yeah, basically what I'm seeing it is. 
Thanks to a legal loophole that allows for things that aren't fish to legally be fish, bees are now fish, according to California courts. That's awesome. In a ruling filed on Tuesday in California's appellate court, a panel of three judges determined that in order to protect threatened bumblebee species, they can be considered fish under the law. It's fucking awesome. Now I can tell people that in California, bees are fish. And I'm not crazy. Bumblebees are under threat, as you know. You know what I mean? Mostly from the agricultural history, industry's use of pesticides, monoculture farming, humans being jackasses. 2019, the California Fish and Game Commission determined that four species of bumblebee, crotch... <laughs> what? There's a bumblebee called crotch? I have to look this up. There is a bee called crotch. Bombus crotchii, commonly called crotch's bumblebee. <laughs> oh, a tough break there, little dude. Dudes, bumblebee named after the etymologist George Robert Crotch. Couldn't they just call it the George B or the Robert B or the RCB or the GRCB? But no, it's the Crotch B. I feel sorry for you guys. I have bad luck at the draw there. It sucks. Franklin's B, Western B, Suckley's Cuckoo might be candidates for endangered and threatened species protections. Agricultural interest groups, including the Almond Alliance of California, Association of Pest Control Advisors, Advisors, uh, Citrus Mutual, Cotton Jenners, damn, there's a lot of these, uh, sued to keep the bees off the list. Legal analysis blog Long Crime explained they argued that the California Endangered Species Act does not allow the commission to designate any insects as endangered, threatened, or candidate species. (laughs) What are they, stupid? (laughs) Bees go extinct, human goes extinct. You can't make a fucking exception? Anyway... Candidate species because insects are not included in the statute's enumerated categories of wildlife entitled to such legal protections. We are directly dependent on bumblebees surviving. (laughs) You can't add an addendum. So, uh, California found a way to get around that because uh, somebody didn't want to, you know, write up another paper or add something to a form that's already there. So, what happened was... (laughs) This has actually happened before, believe it or not. Yeah, I looked it up. The Trinity Bristle Snail, land-dwelling snail that was classified as a fish in order to make it onto the threatened species list in 1980, set the precedent for deciding that a fish doesn't have to be something that swims, and by that logic, bees are fish. <laughs> I can't believe what I'm fucking reading. I can't believe I can't believe I just made that sentence. I'm probably the first person ever in the history of humankind to have said the exact sentence I just said. <laughs> The ruling concludes that fish can be considered a legal term of art and not taken to mean a literal aquatic vertebrate. We generally give words... Okay, I'm done. It's just, it's a legal loophole. In other words, in short, what we're learning today is that to protect what we have to protect, you know, and make sure that we survive what has to survive, bees are fish. So this is from CTV News in Vancouver. One beaver... No, I'm not talking about the fun one. We're talking about the, uh, the the short mammalian creature. No, not that one, the other one. Single beaver, one, causes mass internet cell service outages in northern British Columbia. <laughs> wow. Prince Rupert, British Columbia. Officials have now identified a beaver as the cause of a June 7th outage, which left many residents of northwestern BC without internet, landline, and cellular service for more than eight fucking hours. One beaver did this. Little shit gnawed its way through an aspen tree, which fell on both BC Hydro lines <laughs> and a Telus fiber optic cable line strung along BC Hydro poles between Topley and Houston. Wow. 
One little guy caused quite the stir. The resulting power outage affected 21 customers. Only 21, but, but, okay. Are you listening? <laughs> the fiber optics damaged <laughs> Telus customers. Burns Lake, Grainsville, Haida, uh, Gwai, the Hazeltons, Kinemet, Prince George, Prince Rupert, Smithers, Terrence, Thornhill, Houston, Topley. Do you want me to keep going? One beaver. See, I told you. I've been saying it forever. I don't know if I've said it on this podcast or not, but it's kind of a saying of mine. One beaver cause you a lot of trouble, boy, if you're not careful. You know, you got to make sure that it's not one of those that <laughs> fucking bite after you pet it. <laughs> anyway, I think that's awesome. One beaver said, you know what? These mankind, you know, mankind has to go through all these weird loopholes in order to protect my friends, the bees. You know, we grew up together, me and the bees, right? They protected me when I was getting bullied in school. I'm all about the bees, man. They're my buds. So I'm going to fuck with humans for not saving the bees and having to come up with this crazy cockamamie shit saying that they're fish and whatnot because someone doesn't want to just say, hey, let's protect bees. Because, you know, they're kind of necessary for human beings to even fucking exist. So, uh, yeah, the beavers are just like, I'm going to knock out their fucking internet <laughs> and their cell phones. That is fantastic. You go, little guy. You go. You do you. Be the best fucking beaver you can be. Pretty epic. The best beaver you could be is pretty badass. It's from the LA Times. Suspect in 5,000-acre Arizona wildfire says he was burning used toilet paper. <laughs> Why were you burning used toilet paper? This is like the millionth time that a fucking wildfire was caused by some jackass burning something. People don't know that. Haven't you ever listened to Smokey the Bear? Huh? Huh? Only you could prevent forest fires, boy. You know? Douse that shit when you're, if you absolutely have to do it. Why can't you bury the shit? You know, douse it. Make sure it's completely soaked. Stir the ashes. I don't go camping. I don't go out and do this kind of wilderness stuff. I don't. Like Jim Gaffigan says, everywhere I go, it's just kind of waiting to, you know, get to arrive to another place to be able to sit down. I will not go anywhere unless there is an air conditioning unit nearby. I don't go I don't go camping. I don't do that shit. But even I fucking know this. I remember what Smokey said. 57-year-old man. There's no excuse. Arrested on suspicion of sparking a 5,000-acre forest fire in Arizona. Told deputies he was burning used teepee Saturday while living in the Coconino National Forest. When are people going to learn? The pipeline <laughs> fire was first reported shortly after 10 a.m. Sunday. Six miles north of Flagstaff, hundreds of county residents were ordered to evacuate. Strong winds fanned the shit. Less than an hour after the fire was reported, sheriff's deputy spotted a Chevy pickup driving away from the area. Deputy pulled over the driver, who initially said he was camping while he spotted the wildfire, so he tried to lie about it, too. <laughs> you guys need to hand this dude his ass. Two charges. Number one, not listening to Smokey the Bear. Like I said, you stir the ashes, you douse shit. I, you understand? I, I remember this. You had no excuse for you, dude. And you tried to fucking lie about it? I hope they hand you your ass. Matthew Reiser of Louisiana. I'm putting out a no-disclosure APB for this jackass. Then he said he had burned used toilet paper with a lighter at noon the day before and placed it under a rock. What? He told the deputy he didn't think the fire would smolder all night and he didn't see the no campfire sign posted throughout the area. Well, even if you did see a no campfire sign, that's not how you fucking... Oh, you idiot. You don't smother a fire with a fucking rock. What are you, a moron? 
Reiser said he saw a 200 by 200 foot blaze. Everything was on fire, including the pine trees. <laughs> so what? I just drove away. What a jackass. Uh, oh, here we go. Reiser agreed to a search of his vehicle. According to the affidavit, deputies found an undisclosed amount of the devil's lettuce and a white lighter. Does it fucking matter what color the lighter is, really? And what, <laughs> the news is so weird. I swear, I swear they have to hit a certain word count. I swear. Which he said he used to set fire to toilet paper. Now, because of, uh, you know, used or unused ass paper, I don't know, because he wanted to file some shit tickets without actually doing what any normal human being would do with some shit tickets out in the wild. Uh, how much property damage does this guy cause <laughs> by being stupid? It doesn't say anything about property damage, but it says winds reached up to 50 miles an hour Monday. Just so happened, right? Continued to fan the pipeline fire as it burned towards scars from the 2010 Schultz fire and April's tunnel fire, which destroyed more than 20 homes by themselves. Uh. Two other fires. Oh, yeah. Hey, we're in doubles. And the, the, the other fires that this jackass contributed to. <laughs> All three were 0% contained as of Monday afternoon, according to U.S. Forest Service spokesperson What's-His-Fucking-Face. Haywire, haywire and doubles fires are expected to merge. All three, including this little guy, this guy's little contribution, the toilet paper fire. They're going to be combined into the pipeline fire incident response. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, how it doesn't say anything about how much potential property damage this guy's caused. Five thousand acres didn't say anything about what this guy's gonna face legally. Uh, yeah, that's that's crazy. That is crazy. This guy <laughs> evidently is not a Boy Scout. <laughs> Even if he was a boy, I mean, there's no excuse to not remember the Smokey the Bear shit. You know what I mean? Everybody remembers that. So even if this guy had been like a Boy Scout or whatever, he probably would have fucking forgot everything he learned anyway. What a dork. Independent. This is from the independent.co.uk. An elephant kills a 70-year-old woman and then returns to trample her corpse at a funeral in India. Uh, this one... Mm, I don't want to be disrespectful for the, to the dead. But what's the first thing that your mind goes to? At least mine does. What's the first thing that it goes to when you hear an article like this? Elephant kills a 70-year-old woman and then returns to trample her corpse at a funeral in India. By the way, Elephant ignored everybody fucking else, right? Huh? Elephant in eastern India. What, is, what, what immediately goes to your mind? What did this woman do? Right? I don't want to speak ill of the dead or anything, and I'm, I'm not joking. I'm not fucking around. Elephants, they don't forget this shit. Yeah, they're dangerous to people, you know, in the wild. You don't want to fuck with an elephant if you're out there in the wild or whatever. See an elephant, don't go up and pet the son of a bitch, especially if its babies are nearby. But if it singles out a person, elephants are way fucking smarter. Way smarter than we give them credit for. They mourn their dead. You know what I mean? Elephants are extremely intelligent. And they forget nothing. That all the thing is true. And they're patient. That's the scary part. They'll be abused for years and years and years. They'll wait till that perfect moment, right? And then fucking crush every bone in your body. <laughs> right when your back is turned. Elephants are like that. They don't fuck around. And that's the first thing my brain went to. What did this woman do? What did the what what did the elephant witness her do? She probably probably nothing. Could just be a freak accident. But elephants know I, I think they're a hell of a lot smarter, more sentient than what we give them credit for. Maya Murmu was a uh tube well, she was at a tube well drawing water 
In Raipal Village, when the wild elephant appeared out of nowhere, it had strayed from the Dhamma Wildlife Sanctuary nearly 200 kilometers away. After being trampled, she was taken to the hospital where she died from her injuries. But what's crazy is the elephant came back and trampled her corpse at the funeral. That's bizarre to me. You know, the same elephant. Isn't that weird? You got to think. I mean, what if this elephant, I mean, you know, you, uh, elephants, uh, it just, it doesn't seem like a freak accident to me. It doesn't seem accidental to me. My brain immediately went there that this elephant possibly had witnessed something, right? It just does not sound accidental. It's the same fucking elephant. Went back and stepped on her corpse. Like I said, I'm, I'm not, I, you know, I'm not, that, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say about that. Elephants are way more fucking sentient, way more intelligent than we think they are. It just, it seems to me that it, this, this just, uh, it's weird. It seems like it's on purpose. Anyway, this is from WRAL.com. com. A rally company will pay you. I saw this on Facebook. Apparently, it's legit. A rally company will pay you $2,000 to release 100 cockroaches into your home. <laughs> Disgusting. A report claimed that Rally Beast Exterminator, an exterminator company, yeah, will pay a family two grand for the chance to release 100 cockroaches into their living space where they eat and sleep and shit. WRAL News worked to confirm this information, including calling a phone number provided, reaching out via email, and ringing the bell at the address listed, but was unable to contact the company to verify the offer. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> that doesn't fucking scare the shit out of me. ThePestInformer.com is taking applications for up to seven homes to participate in a 30-day cockroach elimination study. <laughs> Better be a damn good study. You guys better know your shit, man, if I sign up for this. What's what's the payoff? Two grand? No. Eh, I don't know. Because if it fails, I mean, you're going to... Eh. Uh, what does the fumigation service cost these days? I want at least five grand. I, I won't do it for more... Uh, any less than five. No, no, no. $2,000 ain't shit these days. Man, ain't shit. 30-day cockroach elimination study. Ooh, God. Just looking at pictures of them. God. Which the company say will be safe for family members and pets. Yeah. I like how it's just a study right now. They're just studying it, right? They're just checking the effects of it. But they said, oh, yeah, it's totally safe for family members and pets. I like how they're doing a study, but they're so certain about that one part. The purpose of the study is to determine how effective a new extermination treatment is. <laughs> Who's going to have the balls to do this? At the end of the 30-day period, the new treatment didn't work if, if... The cockroach infestation will be eliminated using traditional methods at no cost to the household. Okay, okay, all right, all right, that's cool. Yeah, still not cool. I don't know, two grand? Yeah. Applicants must be 21 or older and own their home or have written approval from their landlord. <laughs> I'm going to see if uh, my landlord wants to be a part of this. I live in an apartment complex. Three other families here. I'm going to say, hey, man, we got... Two grand. I'll split it with you. <laughs> we get to troll all these motherfuckers in this building. Closing that noisy asshole across the hall. Yeah. It'd be fun. If selected, households will not be permitted to use other exterminator services during the study. 
<laughs> Taint the results, right? According to the company website, the Pest Informer was founded in 1994 with the goal of keeping pest control safe for humans and animals. That is crazy. And you're only paying, well, I mean, there's, yeah. They're doing a, quite a number of households, but you're only paying them two grand? I mean, that's just, yeah, that's, yeah, you know. Might have to sweeten the pot a little bit there, but I would totally do it to the apartment complex just to troll the place. I wish I was moving like right now so I could do that. <laughs> My landlord would be like, come on, man, it's, let's fucking, let's mess with these assholes that make noise all night and fucking smoke weed in the hallway. Yeah, I'm serious. Sometimes you go to the hallway, you go downstairs to go run your errands, to go grocery shopping, whatever. I swear to God, I sometimes, I swear, I get contact high just trying to leave the fucking house. This is from KUTV. Looks like an NBC affiliate out of place. I don't know where. Daughter's eyes covered after fisherman sees what nearly caught catfish. Swallowed. Catfish swallowed something? Uh, what's this say? Washington, an Indiana man's routine fishing trip with a friend turned to anything but ordinary after the pair learned that what was inside of said catfish was a dildo. <laughs> how, uh, how did, that's a big ass dildo. How did that get into catfish? There's some things even I don't want to ponder, man. Moving on, CNN travel. Sexy trash cans. Ooh. This Swedish city is taking a risque approach to garbage. Ooh, I like it already. Talking about Sweden and sexiness. I'm in. Dirty talk to a whole new level in its latest effort to clean up the streets. By installing talking garbage cans. We need some music here, man. I'm feeling a little sexy myself just reading this. Let's put ourselves in the mood here so we can read this article. By installing talking garbage cans that dish out racy audio messages after being fed trash, authorities are hoping for an increase in rubbish being deposited. Pedestrians that drop trash into one of the two bins on the city's bridge are rewarded with an extremely positive feedback from a sultry female voice who offers a range of responses including things that are quite a bit orgasmic <laughs> that's cool so uh it like makes straight up female fuck me sounds every time you put trash in it that's awesome i'd be walking around the streets but i'm here to clean up the city man i'll be walking through the streets with a little fucking spike pole and shit <laughs> like don't worry about it you make the trash cans in paducah like that i'll clean this whole damn city in about five minutes i'd do it just for the entertainment while the seductive approach is a fresh tactic, trash cans with voices are actually not a new thing. Sweden's largest third city. 2017, the city council brought, uh, they bought 18 talking cans. Though today, two only still speak, as you can imagine, being out there on the elements and shit. But they've redesigned these things. <clears throat> it's crazy. During the pandemic, they thanked depositors for adhering to social distancing regulations. But they thought, hey... Might as well uh, have a trash can that when you throw shit in it, it sounds like, a, you know, you're, you're really, <laughs> really going at it, pleasing the lady, you know what I mean? That's fucking awesome. I love it. Go Sweden. Uh, yeah, I'm going to bring this to the Paducah City Council, see how they like it. <laughs> but like, man, there are motherfuckers out there that would clean this whole city in about 20 minutes. So let's have some good responses, some different ones, all right? Not just looping one or two of them. All right, we need a very wide range of orgasmic sounds. <laughs> Throw a few waifus in there, you know. That's awesome. 
That's awesome. Sweden, still innovating after all this time. I love you. And this from The Insider, a Texas man who rapped about robbing ATMs was arrested for allegedly committing the crime. (laughs) Stupid Rappers 101. I love it. We haven't done a stupid rapper story in a while. Houston, Texas man who made a rap song about robbing ATMs was arrested. Yeah. After allegedly rapping about the fucking crime he was really committing. Lateson Riley, 30, was arrested at Motel 6 in Dixon, Tennessee on Monday. Nashville Metropolitan Police said three other people identified as a 32-year-old, I won't even fucking pronounce that, 27-year-old Darius Dugas and 27-year-old Christopher Alton were taken into custody in connection with robbing the ATM. According to police, two of them confronted the victim, telling him, don't do anything stupid, hand over the money. Police said they were able to track the group after finding out that one of the getaway cars, described as a Hyundai Elantra, was rented from Hertz. Don't use a fucking rental car for a getaway. Oh, my God. Used a rental as a getaway car? You deserve to be caught. I'm not a fucking master criminal. I'm not, you know what I mean? I'm not about to go do a fucking bank heist, but damn. According to the news release, authorities were able to locate the group at the motel with the help of a helicopter units. They observed them in the helicopter, moving the money into a Jeep. When the Douglas couple and Riley pulled, Dugas couple, and Riley pulled away from the motel in the Jeep. And as Alton drove away in the Hyundai, Dixon police moved in with the assistance of the Nashville PD, and the FBI was there too. Oh, you're fucked when the feds show up. <laughs> Even if you're accomplice, that's the point where I'd be like, okay, guys, we need to fucking cut our losses here. Let's come up with some kind of plan. You're going to be the patsy, and I'm going to walk. The fucking feds are out there, boy. Riley, who goes by the moniker 213 Jug God, Allegedly made a song titled, <laughs> made a song titled Make It Home about jugging ATMs out of state. What are you, fucking idiot? If you're going to rap about it, then turn around and be about it and get caught. You know, that's on you. <laughs> you shouldn't do stupid crap. And you definitely shouldn't violate the law and then talk about it in a fucking rap song. Like I said, I, I say this all the time. It's almost like you guys aren't listening to No Disclosure. You know what I mean? It's bothering me. I make this kind of shit for you, and I give you these pro tips. You know, I, I do it all the time. And it's, it's, it's not because I want you to go out and commit these crimes, but if you're fucking stupid enough, enough to do it, at least do it right. I'm not a master criminal, but any future fucking budding criminals out there, you know, want some damn common sense? Because apparently that's pretty lacking in the uh, field of ATM robbing and fucking... <laughs> score taking amateur score taking these days don't use a rental as the getaway car number one number two unless you have a major fucking crew a major crew and some decent fucking gear to where you can get out of there i'm talking two minutes tops do not take out atms they're a pain in the ass and if you do manage to get away from an atm don't write a rap song about it you know Probably not a good idea. Look at what we're living in right now. I mean, this is a major fucking recession we got going, right? We all find out that Biden's policies are just as fucking senile as he is. Oh, sorry, we don't get political here. The things in America are going to shit. (laughs) Edit that part right out of there. I just let an opinion slip. Well, fuck it. It's my show anyway. <laughs> I was going to go further with that, but I, that really did accidentally slip. I don't get political here. I will apologize to no one. We make mistakes. But uh, it, we, in this kind of econ- economy, 
Snoop Dogg gave his blunt roller a raise. That's how bad things are. Yeah, when Snoop Dogg gives his fucking blunt roller a raise, another thing that's in the news, you know America's going to shit. And I know you're feeling desperate, but if you're going to take a score, use your fucking brain, you know? Think about things a little bit. Step back from the whiteboard or the chalkboard or the fucking uh, whatever you guys are using to plan this stuff out. Paper and crayons, apparently. Step back from it for a moment and just consider, you know, just thinking for just two seconds. Anyway, this is from our good friends at the Today Show. Yeah, the Today Show. (laughs) Did you know that Al Roker? I have a theory about Al Roker. Before I get into it, I think instead of reporting the weather... And don't ask me what the basis of this theory is. It's just something I've, I, I'm convinced of. Am I going insane? Probably. But I don't think Al Roker uh, reports on the weather at all. Shut up, cat. I think that he's actually creating the weather in real time. Yes. It's not Pudge the Fish, and it has nothing to do with a peanut butter sandwich. Don't let Disney lie to your ass. I think Al Roker controls the weather. Anyway, this is from the Today Show. Two M&M factory workers are rescued after falling into the chocolate tank. That's fucking awesome. (laughs) That's best industrial accident ever. I see a couple stretchers, so I mean, I'm sure it wasn't a pleasant experience. But that, that, well, I'm not going to lie, that's still kind of awesome. Two workers at an M&M, I'm going to feel bad if they're dead. (laughs) Two workers at an M&M factory in Pennsylvania had to be rescued on Thursday after falling into a tank of chocolate and were unable to get out on their own. I can imagine. Imagine swimming through that shit. I would just eat my way out. They were taken to the hospital as a precaution, but are expected to be A-OK. That's the whole article. (laughs) That is, that's the entire article. Damn. Today's show. Very to the point, are we? Aren't we? That, that. <laughs> Two guys fell into some chocolate. And in other news, <laughs> this is from clickorlando.com. A man bitten by a gator he mistook for a dog in Florida. Wait, wait a minute. I, I know it's another Florida man thing, but I wasn't looking at that. Man bitten by a gator he mistook for a dog. This is the most Florida man, Florida man article I've ever seen. Let's see. Oh, wait a minute. Okay. Gator. Dog. Canine. Alifucking gator. Prehistoric reptile. Dog. This guy mistook it. Okay. Uh, Anyway, a man was bitten by an alligator he thought was a dog Tuesday morning in Sarasota County. The incident occurred at around 1230 a.m., I've done this for a long time. It's very, it's not, it's not very often that I'm completely speechless hearing something so stupid. Have you ever heard something so dumb that it made you, made you stupid? Seriously, have you ever talked to somebody who was so fucking stupid that you felt stupid? That's how I feel right now. The incident occurred. I could feel brain cells popping. 12.30 a.m., Warm Mineral Springs Motel, this was on last Tuesday, on South Whatever Trail in Northport, according to a report from the Tampa Station. Uh, <laughs> this is okay. <clears throat> I'm struggling to come up with anything here. Seriously, this is so stupid, it's making me stupid. Investigator said the man was walking outside the motel overnight when he spotted a dark figure that appeared to look like a dog with a long leash. <laughs> yeah, he's wearing one of those... Uh, Alligator tail leashes. Sheriff's office spokesperson wrote an email to WTV. 
Deputy said the alligator bit the man's right leg as he tried to escape the station. <laughs> the station said, "Man, did he still think it was a dog after that?" The man flagged down a deputy who was in the area for an unrelated call. The man was taken to the hospital. The gator was captured. Station reported, "Please don't hurt the gator." I, I'm not one of those fucking animal rights things or whatever. I mean, this gator. Uh, uh, mankind was put in dominion over the animals, okay? I'm looking at this gator. I do want it to have a nice, fulfilling life, but I'm also thinking that would make a nice fucking pair of shoes, too. You ever eaten gator? That's some good shit. It's a little stringy, but it's good. But don't kill the gator because of this. Like, I don't want a gator killed because of some fucking dickhead that couldn't tell the difference between a fucking alligator and a dog. I don't care how dark it is. This is from, v <laughs> this is from VT. Uh, you guys probably heard about this. Justin Bieber says he's, uh, yeah, have you heard about Justin Bieber? Was it the right side of his face? Paralysis. Yeah, I saw his, uh, I, I saw his statement, you know, and it really, I mean, I hate to admit this, but it, it wasn't until I saw his video and kind of saw that pain in his eyes, you know, hearing him talk about it, that I really felt bad for the guy. Um, I think he's, uh, he's often been a, spoiled whiny little fucking shit that treated his fans like ass but he does does he deserve to get half his face fucking paralyzed no a lot worse people out there than that little shit and besides what i've heard is that you know ever since he became like a born-again christian but what i've heard anyway is that he's been like a hell of a lot cooler but um even though i mean he what did he do i mean he he hasn't hurt anybody he's just been a douche he hasn't hurt nobody he writes shitty music. I mean, does that mean it's okay to have his face fucking paralyzed? I made my jokes and stuff on Facebook, but this is it's sad. I, I I feel bad for the Beebs. I do. I, I feel bad for him. Ramsey Hunt syndrome. Actually, it's caused by the same um, thing that causes the uh, the chicken pox. It's a form of, uh, what do they call it? Fuck. Uh, Cassie's dad had it. Cassie had it, too. She said it was extremely painful. Um, shingles. Same thing that causes shingles. Apparently, if it gets to your inner ear, like it did with the Beebs, then that's some serious shit. Ramsey Hunt syndrome could possibly be a permanent thing. Could go away with therapy. Might always linger somewhat for the rest of his life. Scary shit. 28-year-old musician, he's only 28, announced that on Instagram, I'm an old man, that a virus uh, yeah, left his face paralyzed. He had to cancel a shitload of shows because of this. The, he was sent to embark on North American leg of the Justice World Tour, and he had to cancel everything. <clears throat> he, I saw his statement, and it was hard to watch. He has zero control over the right side of his face. Pretty sad, you know, terrible. But it looks like he's, uh, you know, he's hopeful about it. He's upbeat about it. And uh, I'm talking to a fellow Christian here, you know. I've been a douche in my past, right? I've been an asshole. I've hurt people. But, yeah, I, I just, after seeing his statement, I feel bad for the guy. I do. I'm just glad that he has enough fucking resources and enough money now to where if this syndrome does uh, end up being a permanent thing, that he'll be okay, you know, financially. Um, but it, it, he made a statement. It says, uh, each day has gotten better, and through all the discomfort, I have found comfort in the one who designed me and who knows me. I'm reminded that he knows all of me. He knew... He knows the darkest parts of me that I want no one to know about, and he constantly welcomes me into his loving arms. This perspective has given me peace during this horrific storm that I'm facing. I know the storm will pass, but in the meantime, Jesus is with me. Cool. Shouting out old JC. You go, Beebs. I like that. 
I don't know, maybe he has turned himself around and quit being, well, Justin Bieber. But that's cool. He's shouting out old JC. I dig it. But he seems to have the attitude, especially when he made a statement that everything happens for a reason, you know? And what's cool is he's not... He's not treating God like Santa Claus. He's not begging that this thing go away. He's not ask. He's not saying, "Oh Jesus, take this thing from me." He straight up said, "Everything happens for a reason, and if this is what life gives me, I got to roll with it." That's cool, Beebs. I didn't expect that coming from you. That's cool. Now I'm not saying this is caused by that, and a lot of people have been saying some really fucking nasty things here. The guy's face is paralyzed, man. Be cool. You know, don't don't be a fucking dick. Jesus Christ. Guys, half his face is fucking paralyzed. It's terrible. Varicella zoster virus. Same virus that causes chickenpox. Shingles. It can not only cause facial weakness, but blisters in the ears, roof of the mouth. I mean, this shit gets bad. It could possibly be permanent. We don't know, you know, when he'll, if he'll get better, 100%. He might get better a little bit. He might fully recover. We don't know. But, uh, you know, like I was saying, a lot of hateful comments and shit out there. It's pretty sick. I mean, that's shit, man. My heart goes out to the guy. This is terrible. He didn't do anything. You know, he's there's a lot. There's people I think that deserve fucking Ramsey Hunt syndrome, right? Justin Bieber wasn't at the top of my list. Yeah, you write shitty fucking music, but <laughs> of all the list of people that I wish would get fucking Ramsey Hunt syndrome, the Biebs is probably you know close to the bottom. No, like seriously, I would he wouldn't even be on the damn list because the list of people that I want to get facial paralysis <laughs> or wouldn't mind or actually would fucking celebrate it, you know. That was a long list. They wouldn't even have the beebs on it, probably. It's just, uh, yeah, it, it sucks. I'm just glad that he's financially able to take care of himself. It's just, ah, that, that was a rough statement to watch, man. You can just feel the, the pain coming off the guy. But it looks like he's handling it well. And, um, you know, I'm not saying that this was caused by this. I'm not going to be one of those people, beebs. I'm not. But I'm straight, I'm telling you, man, from one Christian to another, a real friend is going to shoot you in the face, not in the back. A real friend is going to tell you when you're fucking up. You know what I mean? And from one Christian to another, I'm going to be spending the rest of my eternity with you, Biebs. You're going to be up there with me. So I feel comfortable in saying this. As a friend, as a member, as a family in Christ, okay? I'm not saying that your affliction was caused by how you acted in the past. But use this as a reminder. Use this as a way to be inspirational to all the people that follow you. All these young people and shit, you know? Be an inspiration, which it sounds like you're doing. But if you recover from this fully, if you recover from this, quit treating your fucking fans like shit. Just telling you. Quit treating people like shit. Quit being a little fucking dick, you know? Quit being a little fucking prick. And maybe he's completely, you know, gotten over that. But it looks like he's taking it well. My prayers are with you, Beebs. I'm serious, you know? I don't fucking like your music. I don't like your fucking... I don't like anything about you. <laughs> Nothing. Uh, but um, you didn't deserve this. And you're taking it well. And, uh, yeah, it's a bummer. Anyway, I had more to say about that than I thought I would. <laughs> so, anyway, guys, uh, yeah, prayers for you, Beep, seriously. Uh, I will catch you guys later. That's all we got. Huh? Man, that went by fast. That went by fast. So, thanks for listening. Damn, that was a quick one. It felt fast, anyway. We were having fun, weren't we? And go on Asylum817.com. That's Asylum817.com for all things no disclosure related. All the social media links are there as well as the link to get to our Patreon account where you get everything from early access to shows, bonus episodes, giveaways of certain tiers, all kinds of shit. So check it out. A little less a dollar a month, man. Shout out to the patrons who do help out, by the way. The Kunkel Homestead YouTube channel, Donald Haynes, David Peterson, 
Thanks for being patrons. You guys make this show go. It would not exist without you. I'm serious. It would not. So I appreciate it. And yeah, that's all we got. Thanks for listening again, okay? <laughs> we'll see you next time. Bye-bye, my babies. I love you all. And be fancy. Oh, piss. Ah, done. Another one in the books. Good job, me. Gotta go take a shit. Did you know it's the basis here? No disclosure, business, confiscated evidence, no smoking gun. Nothing has a right to throw. Fellow human beings, fellow podcast listeners, fellow just anybody, lend me your orifices. No, that is not what I'm talking about. I, I got plenty of that at home. I want to let you know that I am selling ad space on the show. You hear my voice right now? Do you hear that? This could be you, or this could be me talking about you. Yeah, check out in the description from this podcast going forward. I'm selling ad space on the show. You want to talk about your brand? Huh? You want to talk about your YouTube channel, your Etsy page? Do you make handmade glass dildos in your basement? Right here, you can advertise on No Disclosure. Check out the Fiverr link in the description below. It's going to be attached to every episode going forward. This could be you. So instead of just listening to me all the time, or if you want to hear about yourself, because everybody likes that, then uh, check me out on Fiverr. A little as five bucks. Then, uh, you know, you could make a script on the show. We'll advertise your brand. Whenever this is it, you know, advertise on podcast, man. This is the way to go. I'm here to take down fucking radio, Okay. I'm here to slay it. Why don't you be a part of that? But I get it. You run a small business, you know, it, it, the things are expensive. It's expensive to manufacture, expensive to buy. You got to pay the bills. And I know you're doing more than just blowing glass down there. So put an ad on No Disclosure. Check out the Fiverr link below. Advertise yourself. Be fancy with me and let's create something awesome together. Back to the program, baby.